Okay. This is a good time because I can do introductions. Uh, we had, I think, in the 11th 12th episode. episode, save for wonks, we had Circa Flynn on. And her deal, I wish she was here to tell her own deal, but I'll just tell it for um, Army Brat. And that's her, like, background. And her story, I guess, is a process of being radicalized while watching the military. And I guess she puts it a lot blunter than I would, but she, she thought it was a very cult-like atmosphere. Um, but just gradually over time came to become more familiar with the way that the military was set up and with the way that it treated the people that worked there um, and just like gradually got fed up with it. And she's done some really lit shit that should probably get her ass kicked slash arrested um, as an activist, <laughs> but uh, it's still around. It's still alive. It's still out in the streets. And uh, she always has very good takes. And she's been a supporter of the show since, like, practically since we got here. I really have wanted to have her back on for a very long time. Uh, but just scheduling has gotten in the way. She's very busy with her Twitter account that has no followers or likes. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's, like, our schedules just have not lined up. And I've just been determined to get her on. And so when her schedule opened up, uh, I was like, yeah, we got to do something. And we've wanted to talk about, like, conspiracy theories and how they affect our relatives and our relationships with the people around us um, and how it also affects, like, the country as a whole and how do so many people believe in such weird shit and what weird shit should we be believing in and kind of taken for granted so uh i guess that's circa flynn and for people who have never like interacted with any of us i should probably backtrack a little bit welcome to a very weird very special episode of not safe for wonks i guess this is like the spinoff episode um my co-host is my regular co-host on the excellent red clay podcast uh and i'm pretty hot sometimes rachel khan Rachel All the Khan. time. Uh, my co-host is uh, Rachel Kahn. Adam Cardo usually hosts with us, but he's... We put this all together on, like, 30 minutes notice. <laughs> I was like, we've got to... Because, like, I had you scheduled for, like, the last couple days. But in terms of, like, having a third person, although we could have just two-manned it, it would have been fine. But having a third person adds a little bit of variety. So I was like, hey, uh, Rachel, do you want to, like, do this? She was like, I have nothing better to do. Which is not which is not true. She has a child. She has a dog. She has a lot of shit. And a cat. It's like a zoo over there. Um, Did you see? She unmuted, so now I'm waiting in suspense. Okay, whatever. She'll jump in. Um, I do not have a lot of occasion for happiness. But let me tell you, Trump getting booed everywhere he went this week brought like a scintilla of joy to my fucked up heart. <laughs> my fucked up heart. 
I mean, a little tiny bit of hope for the future of America, I guess. The thing is, it doesn't mean anything, really, like him getting booed at a sporting event. I don't think I've seen a president that hasn't gotten booed at a sporting event, like... Not to, th not to that degree. Yeah. Not just, like, I mean, if Obama goes to a baseball game, there will be a few mm. people that boo him. But not to the degree of just, everyone hates you. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of um, wanted to see him get hit with a baseball. <laughs> like, like, Bush got hit with a shoe? Yeah. You know, honestly, what? What? like, Trump getting booed was borderline sexually arousing Just borderline for, for you? Watching his face fall was the perfect schadenfreude. He was just completely shocked. The idea that he would just get shat on at an event like this did not occur to him. Because he thinks it's baseball, it's like real baseball men. It's like real men. I was talking to someone who legitimately tried to convince me they were booing Melania and he was upset about that. Fuck off. <laughs> Melania, I don't think there are people who have an opinion on Melania enough to like, boo her? Who's booing Melania Trump? Who cares about her that much? I just, I, the only thing I know about Melania Trump is like half the time we're pretty sure that's not even Melania Trump. I am not sure that, sir. Oh, God. This is why we're having a conspiracies episode and we're just jumping right into our own conspiracies. Uh, so I haven't heard this one, actually. Okay, Melania Trump is not real. That's a body double. Melania doesn't want to be out and about with him. And they get it. I mean, I believe her. Or believe that. <laughs> so, there are pictures. I believe she doesn't want to be seen with him. What I don't... I mean, I guess it's possible. There are very odd pictures and people kind of goofily circle like, oh, this feature doesn't match or whatever. See, now I have to Google this. I'm Googling. Melania Trump isn't real. And I'm also killing my dog. Hold on, I'll be right back. The fact that you are echoing is way more of a sound issue than the dog it sounds like you, you <laughs> have been like resurrected been like resurrected like rita repulsa maybe we're I'm like maybe we're talking to the prophet and we just don't know it that's true if she was the buddha she'd have to deny it well, i th i think it's like cops where it's like if you ask if she's like the messiah, she has to tell you she is. That might be true. I don't know of any messiahs that lie about it. Mm. Good point. I feel like that's just kind of like bad messiah. Like, also, you yeah, you're not an effective messiah if you're lying about it, because how are you going to get followers? I feel like any effective messiah would deny it, actually. Because, like, you don't want to be around the person who says they're the messiah. Because the person who says they're the messiah is in the middle of a psychotic episode. <laughs> but also, how do cults form? You've got to say you're the messiah. Otherwise, you're just a group. showed up that's true for your podcast and john showed up who's also normally Wait, on the podcast sorry i thought i'd be doing myself here? what's john doing here 
John is here. I mean, John, do you want to talk about right wing conspiracies? Uh, let me get coffee first, but get, he might okay. pipe. In, he might pipe in yeah. towards the end of this affair. Yeah, he'll pop in. Anyway, yeah. so you don't want to follow the person who believes they're the Messiah. A good Messiah is humble. So this is like that Monty Python film where he's just insisting he's not the Messiah and everyone's like, that's what the Messiah Yeah, yeah. Life of Brian. Yeah. I've never seen the Life of Brian, but I I would just expect the Messiah to be at least somewhat swaggy. Somewhat swaggy. Somewhat swaggy. I mean, you gotta be like, yeah, I'm the Messiah, but you gotta be like, chill about it. Like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. Like, I could smite you right on the spot, but I won't, because I'm a cool dude. Yes, I'm literally god-king and everything. But, like, that's no big deal, though. Like, I still put my pants on one leg Correct, at a time. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what, how Jesus did it. I still jack off to furry porn, you know? Do you think Jesus ever did that? I don't think... I don't think Jesus was that kinky, man. I don't think Jesus needed to jack off. Jesus. I think he probably had people to do... I mean, he did notoriously Jesus. hang out with horse. Oh, so you're just saying the horse jacked him off for free? Oh, or no, I'm him? saying that they right. loved him. I mean, if right. Jesus came into my room right now, I was like, if you want to go to heaven, you need to, like, jerk <laughs> me off right now. I would probably well, I think do that it. applies to everybody, but hopefully Jesus would, would be slightly... I don't know. He would just give off the vibe and you would know that actually no jesus was very upfront about things maybe he would just be like yeah do it i mean jesus was very bold for his time he did not bite his thumb i mean not bite his thumb i mean that's why they fucking crucified him this guy talked shit until they literally just murdered him to get rid of they literally just murdered him talk shit get hit okay sorry um I feel like Jesus would be an extremely generous lover. I didn't actually. say he wouldn't necessarily. Oh, because we're talking about hand jobs. So are we saying would Jesus just want a tune up? He's a very generous hand job sure. receiver. I don't. Would that. I don't think. Because that might. That might affect his purity or whatever. Like his superpowers might fade like if he just. Might He's already getting a hand job. I feel like. Yeah, yeah but, but receiving. Having someone else touch your penis. That's like ablutions. They're cleansing you. Going down on a prostitute. Yeah. Actually, statistically speaking, is still cleaner probably than going down on a rando. But if you're going down on somebody, then, you know, you're the one doing yeah. the. And like, the sexing I, I instead of receiving the sex. I don't probably, know. I don't believe in Jesus to begin with. Speaking of right wing uh, conspiracies, what's the weirdest? Anyway, uh, well, I was going to talk about can Jesus cure himself if he gets mouth sores, all that kind of shit. But anyway, he can. What's the weirdest shit that your parents believed in uh, growing up? Capitalism. In the U.S. military? Other than the U.S. military. Like, conspiracies. Um, U.S. military. Like, conspiracies. Um. My parents were really not conspiracy theorists. My mom's kind of woo. 
My mom is basically the same type your of person be- as Marianne Williamson. Does your mom who we love. Russia? I mean, yeah. But look, I mean, in her defense, the evidence that sure. Russia tampered with the election is, is actually more. there. It's just yeah. not that important. Your mom. It's not right, the reason right. we're fucked. Your mom, Russiagate lib. Got it. Matt. Matt yeah. Russiagate Matt progressive. She's at least like far down the progressive lane. She's, I would say, if not fully anti-capitalist. She's like at least, she's at least as progressive as Warren. Watches, watches Maddow. I don't know if she watches Maddow. Does she even still have a show? Yes. yes. Are you kidding me? She's been yeah, running man, that Russiagate train. Her show's doing really well. Yeah, man. She, her show's doing really well. Every time yeah. I just hear her name, I just roll my eyes so far back in my head, I black out and forget she exists. So. There's a very specific demographic that fucking yes, there loves is. Rachel Maddow. Yes, there is. And it is white women over the age of 40 who make at least $100,000 a year. Yeah. Huh. So the exact type of people who'd vote for Elizabeth Warren. Correct. Yes. Oh. And yeah. yeah, weirdly enough, right? White um, feminists. Yeah. Basically. Um, White feminists love Rachel Maddow. Girl power and all that. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, is Rachel Maddow a lesbian? Uh, she has the haircut. She's she's lesbian. She has a wife. Okay. She's married. She's gay married. Okay. Good. Well, I would say they also feel probably a sense of satisfaction that, like, their fave is gay. Oh, so they're woke. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're woke. Yeah. They're woke because their rich white demagogue is at least a gay woman. So she's a rich white demagogue who's a lesbian, but if she friends with George I W. Bush... I don't think Bush, so. I think she, she's, she's dunked. Who's further to the left? Ellen or Rachel Maddow? Maddow. Well, I think yeah. 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 She's not trying to be friends with the genocidal war criminal. She so. did a whole eight-part series on Iraq. I don't think she would. I mean, arguably, like Hillary Clinton's a genocidal war criminal. Do her and Rachel Maddow get along? <laughs> Gen- genocidal. Is I mean, Hillary- she killed Jeffrey Epstein. Does that count? I mean, how many, speaking of conspiracies, I want—that's yeah, one I believe. Differentiate between conspiracies that are made up, like chemtrails, and conspiracies that are just horrifyingly real, like Epstein. True. Yes. Things that should be conspiracies. Speaking of Epstein, I have not met a single person who believes he killed himself. Like left wing, right wing. People yeah. that really yeah. believe that Epstein killed themselves are work for CNN. They work for Time Warner and they're like, oh, well, he, he obviously killed himself. Don't spread conspiracy theories. Did you guys hear, like, on Twitter, all the fucking blue checkmark people after Epstein was fucking murdered? Uh, don't say that he killed himself. Even as a joke, you're conspiracy mongering. And that's exactly how Trump became president. Like, people are stupid. And by the way, uh, this coroner... What? Yeah. That's yes, how Trump I've became president. This conspiracy theory. Not like the simmering resentment of the white working class yeah. recombined with like class 
the reason oh God, that you help. get a blue check mark on Twitter is by never saying the phrase working class and you get to like working class and you get to like 50,000 tweets and they give you one. If you want a blue check mark, you have to be a neoliberal. Yeah. Do the Chop Up Boys have check marks? No. Wait. Okay. Wait, they did. hold on. I, I think one of them, one of them does. Recently. Chop Trap House. I don't think they would accept their check marks. Maybe Virgil. I don't Virgil think you get a choice. Wait, Paul yeah, they all have. They're all. Kush is not. Will's not. Virgil Will's is. not. Yeah. Virgil is checkmarked. That's funny. Of all of them, checkmark of going course. to Virgil is pretty he funny. Would be, he was the checkmark. I mean, it makes guy, sense. Like, by the standards of this show. Yeah. So, anyway. The reason Trump got elected was Rosantima, false consciousness, and, and racism. False consciousness is when someone says something I don't agree with. Yeah. Yeah. False consciousness is believing that the reason that you're poor is any reason other than capitalism. Chemtrails. Circuit. Like chemtrails. Mention chemtrails. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> I was going to make some smart-ass remark about how it's hilarious that, like, these right-wing types are, like, bending over backwards to, like, suck off the military, but they also think the military is doing chemtrails. I think there's there's a very selective like of the military. I don't think Americans really like the military. I think they like the idea of killing people and imposing their will on stuff, um, and the military is, like, the means to do that. But I don't think there's any... I think we talked about this. I don't think there's any genuine like of the military in America. I think they don't quite like the military. It's just that they're so, like, fucking dumb about, like, respect and shit. That it's... Well, like... Right-wing culture is based essentially around power hierarchy and deference and obedience, right? Those are like sort of the driving moral values. So for them, like that the military is perfectly structured to mesh with their expectations of justice, right? Because you have a very rigid, very clear hierarchy and chain of command. And then you have people who will like literally be sent to prison if they say no, you know? And I mean, I don't think that there is a better encapsulation of their worldview and their expectations of the world. It's like, uh, shit, Mike Preisner said something about it that I can't remember now, but it was something about it being, like, state-sanctioned something, like, state-sanctioned racism, I think. I, the and, idea that the military is kind of like an encapsulation of the perfect right-wing world is something like it kind of is gosh i'm smart you you find smart people and read their books and repeat what they say which makes you smart that's like that's 90 that's 90 partially true smart. part of what i do is read a lot of books the other part of it is synthesize the information and recombine it into useful observations which I is where to the learn smart how comes to in. synthesize shit that sounds really dope <laughs> step uh, one is reading books which we've established uh, you don't do. The only books I've read are a novelization of the first four seasons of The West Wing um, and Hillary Clinton's What Happened. 
and Harry what Potter. Happened. And Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Rachel Maddow. I know what. <laughs> Doesn't Rachel Maddow have books? Like logically, she should have at least one, right? I think she. I keep seeing like and. Oh, she's got. She's got like. Man, I would like pay to two. see that rap battle. She's not like a books. There are them, but author. that's cool. Like Who do you think would win in a rap battle between Rachel Maddow and Ann Coulter? Ann Coulter would. I actually blow. think Ann Coulter. Ann Coulter would. Blow. Ann Coulter is ruthless, and pretty funny. Honestly, that's true. she's way funnier, she than, Rachel funnier than Rachel Maddow. But I also think Rachel Maddow would study hip hop. Like she would like learn rhythm. Well, actually. The- no. You know what? She would just come out yeah, spitting bars uh, like Hamilton. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, you can't really learn. <laughs> Other conspiracy theories. The conspiracy theory that Hamilton yeah, is good and worth got, watching. You have to be born with, with swag. You can't learn swag. So yeah, Rachel Maddow would not be a good battle rapper. Um, no. I do like to imagine her like going to a monastery somewhere and like studying Tripwell quests. <laughs> but... Yeah, I don't think it will work out for her. Um, or no, actually, maybe she would like be better technically, but Ann Coulter would just be so fucking mean that, uh, she, that uh, yeah. She'd just make her cry. Which one of them is more likely to show up to the rap battle in blackface? By far. Oh, Ann Coulter, definitely. Rachel Maddow's too woke to do mm. that. Rachel Maddow's too woke yeah. to do that. Is she? I think she's at yeah. least aware that it's a bad idea. Yeah. Mm. I don't really understand why it's bad, but I don't That's like being point, yelled yeah. at. Whereas, I actually think Ann Coulter's thing is being sexually aroused by being yelled at, and you that's got, why so she's So what you're saying is, she's like secretly a sub, and she just wants to be like abused by libs. Like She's a brat. Jesus Christ. Yeah, she's a brat. She's definitely a brat. I think this is fitting into your Tulsi Gabbard uh, fantasy that we talked about earlier. Ooh. I would oh. also watch Tulsi Gabbard and Ann Coulter do it. Of erotica where you conquer homophobes. Uh, I'm going to yeah. start writing these and releasing uh, them, and I will make damn, money. You, it, it, like Slashfic. Ann Coulter, Tulsi Gabbard, Slash Fic. They're both like on top of a pile of bombed brown children fingering each God. other. Disgusting. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. Okay. Anyway. Um. I'm at my funniest when I'm being horrible and perverted. I don't know what that says about me, Anne but it's nothing is, good. Like, becoming less vital. She's in that Greta Van Susteren space now. Except, like, a very far-right-wing version of it. Where she's, like, hmm. an emeritus member of the right-wing machine. But, she... <laughs> Yeah. By, like, the younger, yeah, prettier Tommy The problem Lauren. is, Ann Coulter yeah. is yeah. just way better at it than she is. Ann Coulter is just... Well, because well, Tommy Lauren's Tommy a fucking Lauren idiot. not truly committed to the bit. Tommy Lauren has a washcloth where a um, brain should the, be. The, the other like... girl, the gun girl, um, a little better the, the at girl, it. The gun girl is... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Caitlin Bennett. Yeah. 
she's the not, one who pooped she's not herself. Poop level yet. She doesn't have that kind of power level yet. But she gets that the goal is to mm. be fucking mean and fully in character. Didn't she get uh, kicked out of something? I think she recently. Got of I thought she got kicked out of something. Or something. I'm not sure. It was like. Oh, okay. oh, it was a Bernie sure. Sanders rally. Did she bring her gun? That's what it was. Sure. Did she poop herself she and her just gun? stunk it up? That's probably why. Do you think she just lives with a turd in her pants? Or like... <laughs> God. I think she is the turd in her pants. <laughs> I'm my own turd. It's, that it's all about but being no, fucking think... stupid and mean as possible. I think she dressed up as an Indian for Halloween. Like, and it was like a whole, you can't censor me, I'll do whatever I want. She won't wear blackface, though, because she'll catch a real ass with me for that. It's really funny that, it's really funny that, like, people are very careful about what minorities they piss off and when and how and shit. Um, but anyway, there's no, like, Native American gangs that will just stomp on you. Uh... But she did that, and it was cute, and that was, like, the whole gimmick of just being as rude as possible. And it trickles up. Like, the conspiracies that we're talking about now, they start with people like that, um, or people who have less profile but are just jackasses. And they get on a blog, and they kind of make shit up. And then it goes up from there, and it goes to Breitbart or Drudge Report if you're older. And then from there, it becomes like a mainstream thing. Uh, it's kind of interesting because another thing the right wing is good at is they just let shit trickle upwards. And it's not really based on like fact checking. It's just based on, is this getting a response? Is this cooking some people's brains? And if so, let's move it up. Um, does it ring of truth? Does it feel real? And if so, let's just kick it up. And so the shit that gets on Fox is usually just bullshit, but it feels real to those parents, uncles, granduncles. Yeah. Shitty grandmas. Yeah. That one uncle that nobody invites yeah. to uh, Thanksgiving anymore. Yeah. <laughs> My, uh, my child's great-grandmother on the other side. Has Fox... Not my family. Is floridly racist and literally just has a vein of Fox directly into... Or an idea yeah, of Fox any, directly into her veins. that you know just had their brain fucking cooked by... Tell that story. Yes. Oh, God. I mean, so... Like... I have had falling outs with people in the last 10 years because I noticed how bad the right was and they didn't. Um, I remember at one point, like, this was back when Black Lives Matter was starting to really, like, take purchase. Um, somebody, like, friend broke up with me because I was, and I quote, litigious. Because I kept saying things like, cops are bad, actually. And... Hey, maybe cops should stop killing black people. And 
Huh, maybe selling a Lucy isn't justification for a death sentence. And they were like, I can't believe you talk about this all the time. Why don't you talk about anything else? And I'm like, I don't know, because those people can't talk at all anymore because cops murdered did, them. Did and they didn't like that. So they broke up with me. <laughs> Have you seen my fucking Facebook? That's true. Have That's you true. spent time with um, me? Yeah, no. Things that I talk about. Raunchy sex stuff. Yeah. How much I hate well, the right. Yeah. How much I like socialism. What was how cheese? Did you, how, how did you get into a deep relationship with someone? And they not? Oh, okay, okay. We were in a band in college, and Wait, I was libertarian in college until like I started. Oh, I haven't this told you this story. Amazing. Yeah, so I mean, this I was raised by Republicans. Yeah. My mom came around. My dad mostly came around. Like my dad, I think, is sort of politically agnostic. Honestly, he's just sort of an asshole, and like, I mean, he voted for Obama twice. Because he felt like it was important that the black guy get elected. You guys get in here to give you a sense of my dad's politics. Complaining about racism, okay? You got one. You got your guy. I really like. This is why I say that reparations can't just be a payout. Is because people like my dad will just be like, "Look, we did it. Racism's over," and then they won't hear about it anymore. How much shit do you want? Like literally, yeah. Um, But no. So I was raised kind of Republican, and by the time I got to college i knew that there was nothing wrong with being gay and i knew i liked this and i knew that like at least in sort of a nebulous sense there's nothing wrong with being black although i was still pretty racist at this point so like i i could vibe with a lot of shit back then that i can't now because i have since thought about these things um and i was in a band with this guy and he's an extremely talented drummer and then he got my at the time fiance now ex-husband a job and they ended up living together and we talked a lot more often because of that and you know then over whatever number of years of my wokening they decided they didn't want to deal with me anymore that makes sense i don't want to deal with me anymore but i'm stuck here so circa tell your uh nightmare relative fox news brain story Like, I have, like, one family member who is not, like, drink the Kool-Aid. But, like, um, yeah, it was just, like, everyone. It was aunts, uncles on both sides, which doesn't make any sense because the majority of my family are immigrants. Um, like, talk about putting your foot in your mouth and then shooting yourself in the foot. But, um... With the culture I grew up around, that was just how it was. That was the acceptable way to behave. Um, Up until, I think about a year and a half ago, I was, like, disgustingly fucking racist. Like, it it wasn't like, oh, I hate brown people racist. It was like that kind of condescending, these poor people can't help themselves, so the white person has to go in and help them. But, um... So, like, lib racist. Yeah. But I didn't know that yet. Um, but I think, like, my grandparents and the majority of my aunts and uncles were like, man, fuck brown people. And... (laughs) (laughs) But it was... (laughs) But they didn't want to say that because it was, like, a kid and shit. But it was very obvious in the way they behaved. Um... 
And then I started, like, I got to, like, my junior year of high school and started to realize that, that shithead stuff wasn't really working. Um, and especially after I met the one girl I mentioned in a previous episode where, like, an ex and I just, like, kind of terrorized the poor girl. Um, I eventually just realized, like, that just that shit wasn't okay. And that's when it really started to become obvious the problems with my own family. Not so much my immediate family, because my parents have been very against telling their kids their own beliefs, which has bit me in the ass multiple times, but, um, it's just, I avoid talking especially to my grandparents on either side, because it's just, it's just Fox News articles. I don't think I've ever had, like, a legitimate conversation. They just send me Fox News articles and Bible quotes, so... (laughs) Yeah, that's my situation, too. Are they rural? Yes. Yeah, I, there's something about, like, specifically the rural milieu there, too. Like, Does living in the country, like, make you more inclined to believe weird shit? The country limits your exposure to culturally different people. And racially different people. You know what I mean? Like, in the city, like, we're all packed in on top of each other. Like, my neighbors are Indian. My other neighbor is a racist white lady. And then I'm in the middle, you know? And so you kind of have to, like, interact with these people more often. Um, But, you know, out in the country, like, where my baby daddy is from, you know, his family literally just owns, like, an entire street I mean, like, different members of the family own each plot, right? But, like, the whole street is literally just his family and their farms. And they don't, as far as I know, really interact with, like, anybody outside of their family most of the time. Except for at work. Another thing that doesn't, that kind of makes it worse is, uh... My family, like, personally, comes from a very poor part of the southern United States. So it's kind of a... They need to blame someone for it. But, of course, you know, the the people in power aren't going to let them blame them for it because then who's going to fucking vote for them? So they're, they're fed this, like, litany of... Of course, it's these immigrants' fault. It's women's fault. It's the gay people's fault. So, and of course, you know, you don't have much money, and you don't really have the opportunity to make much money at that point. So you just you we're, need to blame someone. We're all from the south, so there's no like Yankees in this chat, which is usually what we have on the other show. And it there's an argument that I'm a Yankee because although I was born at Northside Hospital in Atlanta, my parents Uh, are both from Ohio. It's like, um, I, I called myself a Southerner in front of like an old Southern woman one time. And I shit you not. She looked me dead in the eye because she knew my parents were from Ohio. And she looked me dead in the eye and she said, just because a cat has kids in love, don't make a biscuit, darling. God. (laughs) All right. Well, first of all, first of all, Damn, lady. On the pod. She's killing the game. Oh, god damn it. God, I'm sure she's dead now. This was like 10 years ago, and she was old then. Oh, that's incredible. I love it. I know. 
It's a good, I mean, it's a good quip. It's the kind of good quip that it's only the, a the kind of quip feisty only the old, old southern woman can come up with. If it was like somebody your age, you would have just whooped their ass. <laughs> if it was like somebody your age, you would Bitch, I'll body slam you. <laughs> Hello. That's true. Bitch, I'll body slam you. I mean, it's not like I wouldn't fight an old lady if she really I don't think deserved you it. This. Wait, at what point? Let's say it's like a small, like, I don't want to, okay. Let's say it's a small old woman. At what point do you have to be like, I okay. don't care. I'll just, I'll just do it. Like what I'm saying is, if you were to put me in the octagon Beautiful. with I Maggie Thatch, it. I would this enter. This is what we're all about here. No. Me threatening to kill people that are already dead so the killer. FBI doesn't come to my house. <laughs> I said I would end her. It seemed heavily implied. You would end her mixed martial arts career, comma, the FBI. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, it's a crossover oh, episode. That's true. We're doing the jokes from the on other one, too. We'll have no idea. They'll think that's an original joke and not just something we do. Damn, that's a good idea. They'll think it was I your joke. I repeating your jokes more. Damn. And getting credit for them, yeah. On your pod? Fuckhead. Because yeah. yours are going to get published first, too, you shit. Radical. They came from me. That's All true. the best things you've ever done came from me. Exactly, I was going to say. Including <laughs> things that happened before you uh, met It's me. like this episode of Touched by an Angel. Uh, Rachel just beams in and like arranges some shit and then leaves. <laughs> Touched by a Rachel. <laughs> It works on so many levels because I am a pervert and I am a sex Correct. pervert, but I'm not a rapist. <laughs> Consensually Episode touched style. by a Rachel. Um, <laughs> so, God. Um, speaking of true conspiracies, we're all on board. We're all on board with the Epstein. Yeah, we've right? talked about like one of those. Only because only a. Oh yeah, dude. Breather. Like, there's a difference between, like, Epstein didn't kill himself and 9-11 truthers. Related note, I was at a Halloween party and made an Epstein didn't kill himself joke, and then some fucking dipshit started oh, mansplaining 9-11 to me. Door? Yeah, apparently. He was like, yeah, and you know what else? 9-11. And I'm like, oh, Christ. Because, like, I think it's, like, with... with 9-11, there's a pretty clear reason those buildings fell over. It was the planes that flew into them and exploded and created very large fires, which then kept getting hotter because there was a building on fire. Yeah. But with Epstein, it's like, man, this is kind of suspicious how... This person who was supposed to be on suicide watch was taken off of suicide right. watch and then put in a room without any guards, even though he was supposed to have lots of them. Like, there's a pretty big difference but in the know, like chain of cause and effect probably here. Probably like a message board for the 9/11 truthers, and they were like, "We've got a red pill people on the 9/11 truth." So they were like, "We'll find people who are like into the Epstein thing, or they know the Epstein truth." And use that as your opening. You transition and... So anyone. I mean, the thing is, like, 
9-11 doesn't need to be faked to believe that that's, the machine is evil and broken and corrupt. article before you we know? went on just talking about Epstein is why people believe in Pizzagate. Because, like, it's the same, it's the same core worldview. Like. Right, right. Well, and also, I mean, yeah. like, obviously, was it Comet Pizza? Is that the name of the place? Like, Comet Pizza didn't have... No a child rape ring in the basement because they didn't even have a basement. But the idea that, like, the rich and powerful and the Clintons included would participate in a child rape ring is actually, like, plausible. It's the idea... And there's evidence of it. Yeah, that that idea is plausible to people because the worldview that the rich are evil, corrupt bloodsuckers that don't care about human life um, is more plausible to people than the DNC worldview or the CNN worldview or whatever, that uh, they're really good people and they're working on uh, fucking policy papers and they're going to sort all of our fucking problems out. That has very little reflection in like how we feel about what's real or not. I mean, <laughs> and it, it's kind of hard to get through someone who maybe should have their anger directed in a different place because that worldview of like Pizzagate or whatever, it melds their class resentment with um, their racial slash cultural resentment. So you basically have those conspiracies become like a, a outlet for their instinctual feeling about the way the world works, plus the way that they've been propagandized to believe the world works, and those two come together uh, in a way that's like really toxic and crazy. Uh, well, I don't think that those people, I don't think they've been propagandized to right, believe that the wealthy they, and powerful are bad necessarily. Right, they've been propagandized to believe the wealthy and the powerful are there because they're the most competent they and they're the that. morally best, you know. Uh, and I think for them, what it is, it's two things. I think part of it is that human beings, all of us, have a certain attraction to the fabulous, you know, um, to this very romantic, not in like obviously the, you know rom-com sense but romantic in those like more conventional literary sense idea of you know larger grander things right and then also they're rebelling i think and their sense that you know things are not what i was told they are so they must be the exact opposite because they're thinking in absolutes yeah no that makes perfect sense surika what do you think does that make sense Sorry, I had to take a hit off the old inhaler. Um, we only take hits off of the bomb. <laughs> Listen, it's a kind of inhaler. I'm inhaling. Okay, we know. <laughs> I have a chronic pain disorder. Be nice to me. Bury you on this show. <laughs> and you have, like, legit medical shit going on. It's really amazing that I don't just get beaten up on this show more often.
I'm actually completely sober right now. Mm. I haven't even taken my antidepressants yet today. So, I think uh, with things like conspiracy theories, people choose things like QAnon. Um, Which, by the way, uh, Q is not a fucking military official. Fuck off with that. Um, But they're easier to process as just theories that can't be proven than the theories that did turn out to be true. Things like Operation Northwoods, which... Like, it, those things are fucking insidious. Is and Operation Northwoods? Operation Northwoods was a Kennedy-era, uh, well, suggested operation. He didn't approve it, and then, like, got shot in the head two weeks later. Um, where he was supposed to sign off on this operation that would cause a false flag terrorist attack that would kill the that would have killed, I think, about, like, 3,000 Americans, and then they would have blamed it on Cuba and used that as a justification to go to war. Uh, This explains why people think 9-11 was faked. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that was a legit thing, and I think stuff like that is a lot more difficult to handle because you know it's, like, true than things like QAnon, which really honestly don't have any bases in reality and can't be proven so it gives you this kind of feeling that you know more than other people when you really don't sort of the sense of like i am in possession of dangerous privileged knowledge and therefore i am special and wise and powerful but also QAnon is just modern day nostradamus and i'll die on this hill I don't. That's a I don't think it's so much that as it is that like people want to know before things happen, and you know, top secret information. Just having top secret in front of it could make you want to know. It could just be something as fucking stupid as the president had a grilled cheese sandwich for dinner, but the fact that you don't know is what makes you. Like, not quite nervous, but it creates a sense of there's a power above you that knows things that you don't. So you create these, like, theories and things that give you the feeling that you know what you're not supposed to. So it makes you feel safer, I guess? If that makes sense. No, it does. does. It's It's the same kind of motivation that leads people to religion, right? It's the sense of, like, you're saying having some kind of secret powerful knowledge that protects you yeah 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 that makes sense sense. i think that's a very human drive across all powerful knowledge the need for an explanation even if you get away from the political life's fucking boring life's fucking boring as shit like throughout all of human history life's been boring um Especially under capitalist alienation, where the only thing you really do is your shitty job, and then you go home and watch you, the you, same you go to work, sitcom. You come home, you try to recover from your job, and you go to sleep. Like that's life for most people, and for a lot of people, like there's no means of shit getting better for you. I mean, especially once you once you have that child, and your life is ruined. 
because it takes so much energy to maintain another life on top of yourself. Hi, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it you. takes a lot of energy on top of the energy you've already like used to sustain yourself. So your mobility level is not going to radically change. You know what I mean? Um, or it's less likely. So. Right. I mean, in my case, what mobility level, right? That's but excellent. Yeah. Well, actually, my foot's better now. Yeah. Are, are you going to go up that extra trail that in. nobody wants you to go up yet? Or are you going to do it or not? <laughs> I was I, that you? was literally the first thing I did. There you go. Awesome. It was really nice. Um, yeah. People like to have. But no, I mean, yeah. I. So people I do like think you're right, though, and I do think the children compound it. And honestly, like children are both the most interesting and most boring part because of anyone's an life. there's an element of recursion. Like this is shit you've seen before, but it's in a unique mm-hmm. context because it's yours. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm not excited when I see, you know, a full-grown adult walking. But the first time, first several times my kid walked, it was like, holy shit! The kid walks! Or, like, if an adult can read, I'm like, yes, this is an important baseline level of comprehension of language. And my kid just started reading, and I'm telling everybody. I'm like, my kid can read! McDonald's! McDonald's! And you're like, yeah, everybody loves McDonald's, whatever. Yeah, when I... I want a happy meal! <laughs> yeah, I want a happy meal. Chicken nuggets. Like I'm a fucking weirdo, but for some reason, when you're, <laughs> well, in my defense, you are it. a fucking weirdo, and no, I will not buy you a happy three, meal. You're three, fucking thirty-two. Yeah. Three? I know roughly yeah, what age you are. Okay. All the happy meals. Unlike my child, I have no idea how old she is. Circa, would you like a happy meal? I'll get you one. Actually. You get. <laughs> I'll give her a happy meal. Yes. Are get. there any fun McDonald's conspiracies? Probably. Uh, yes. There are a lot. Well, let's hear them. So there's this one conspiracy that actually kind of turned out to be true. Um, so it turns out, up until I think about 2011, I want to say either 2011 or early 2012, it turned out that to make their French fries more, like more, I guess tasty. They were frying them in beef fat, which is kind of a dick move because in places like India, there are people who can't eat beef. So they were buying their french fries thinking that they could eat them, and it turns out they were, like, not supposed to be eating them. Which, I think that's the I heard about that one, yeah. That they were using lard and saying they were using vegetable oil. But is that really a conspiracy or is that just lying? I feel like to be a conspiracy, you have to have like a a lot of people who are in on it and planning it. The ice cream machine isn't really broken. They're just too lazy to clean it out. Because it's true. This is my cue. Because it's true. It is. This is my cue and on. But again, again, is that a conspiracy or is that just, you know lying or is that not the threshold okay i feel like we've got seven seven oh and how high of a level do the people have to be because i feel like just a few people i feel like okay okay. because if there are people who 
aren't already powerful, then they're just insurgency. To be a conspiracy, you have to already be powerful right. and at the top, and How you have to have at least have seven people, a conspiracy and you have to be lying. There are conspiracies at the DSA, and none of them are powerful at all. <laughs> not, not in Atlanta, but like in Philly. <laughs> wait, what? We have. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, the good ones. The good. Yeah, like, like national. Like we have chapters. conspiracies. Oh, girl, I want that dish. Oh God, yeah. Like, Let listen, I don't want to go into. You mean like what? what New York? momentum is doing well listen no one in dsa counts new york except new york correct yes and their disproportionate influence on the npc yes which i guess is sort of a conspiracy is it a conspiracy conspiracy? there's an official legal uh definition of a conspiracy oh hell let's hear it so it says a conspiracy can generally be described as a sort of partnership in crime. Legally, a conspiracy exists when two or more persons join together and form an agreement to violate the law and then act on that agreement. The crime of conspiracy was created to address the inherent dangers posed to society when people come together to join forces to commit criminal acts against not- large groups of people. I feel like by that definition, though, like... Blocking traffic but in a legally, climate protest legally, is a conspiracy, is and I don't really buy that either. Except you're protected by the Constitution because you have like a right to protest. But if, like, if it wasn't, then that would literally be conspiracy. If it, like, if it was against the law. So what you're saying is Epstein <laughs> and Co. should have said that they were breaking oh the my law God. as like a protest. They were doing their, like, overseas um, child rape yes, to Epstein, protest Age of Consent laws. He actually is alive, and he's running for the Libertarian Party nomination, and... God, they would, too. They would literally bring him back from the dead to run. <laughs> yeah, it would, would be would. like uh, JFK Jr., where people are, like, uh, fucking yeah, convinced he's done. alive. Correct, yeah. What, does he dress like an old man? He's, like, cosplaying, like... I think they said it was like a factory worker, I guess. Which, I mean, if he is, that's badass. He's been dead for, what, 47 years? That's real commitment to the bit, which I love. The Uh, ultimate shit post. Uh, Just ranking a lot higher, ranking at the top, for just pure commitment to a bit, and I would just have to respect that. Uh... But which one of them would win the really? battle? Uh, JFK Jr. Really? Over Ann Coulter? Yeah. Wow. I mean, fuck, the guy's got a lot to talk about. And, like, he's, like, you can't fucking argue with a guy who's, like, supposedly been dead for nearly 50 years. Like, what kind of shit would he be able to say to you? And how could you counter any of that? Being gay? This is Ann Coulter we're talking about, so just go, like... Just make some shit up. She's good at that. Uh, but you do have a point. Like, he's got a lot of time to learn. He's been doing storytelling. What's he's been doing for the last 50 years while he's been out of the, the picture? Probably learning how to rap. And this is the real conspiracy. Um, He's been learning how to flow. It's t- they took him out of power as one of the most prominent members of one of the most prominent political families and turned him into a battle rapper they ate wild him he's the The real slim shady Shady. i love Mm. it yeah definitely 
the slimmest of oh, shadies. God. Good point. These are excellent. Shadiest of slims. So, um, listen, we're at an hour. I mean, it's been, we've talked. I feel like we've covered the entire world of right-wing conspiracies. We've had some very odd detours, but we've, we've done it. We're successful. There is That's no podcast true. you have That's me true. on where there you know, are. I thought that like tours, just the magic I can't of calling this a not safe for walks episode would provide some structure. Turns out no. You just smash you smash all the rules. Which is why we like having you. That's correct. So um I'm a fucking icon. That should be your Twitter display. A fucking not a fucking icon of fucking. You should pl- you should you should no, I think plug it's yourself name, since you're actually, trying to build your fucking I'm brand. trying to build a fucking brand of fucking. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, I am. So, uh, I am um, Rachel Khan. our Con main guest also plug Rachel herself? She has Twitter. a very weird Twitter name. Like, I think it's Irish Screamsicle, but it's not spelled properly. because I could not fit all of the letters. Um, and I'm not creative enough to come up with something else. Uh, so it's just Irish Screamsicle, but it's, uh, oh, so it's S-I-C-L instead of S-I-C-L. Oh, okay. No, that's not that e, bad. You, uh, uh, oh, so please follow yeah. on Twitter. You have a great feed and no one likes it or retweets it. It's like you're in a haunted house. It's like... Uh, What's that? The House on Haunted Hill. <laughs> it's it's like uh, what's that? The House on Haunted Hill for Netflix. Uh, the Hill the House. Hill House. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Haunting of Hill House. Whenever I go to your Twitter feed, you're just walking around the mansion of posts like, hello. hello. <laughs> I think people just like watch because they're not sure what quite to make of it. Like, I've had a couple people tell me they're not sure whether I'm shit posting should- or not. And honestly, neither am I. You should have a <laughs> lot more. You should just I relate to that people. on a molecular level. Maybe you should get on one of these resistance lib follow trends. I don't know. Maybe you should get on one of these resistance lib and I don't know. I am on one of those, and I did get a lot of followers that way. I think and I might do what I did last time before my last account that's a good got idea. Uh, that's nuked, and just start a fight with the Reagan, Reagan Battalion. There's a Reagan Battalion, dude. Yeah. Wait, did you say Reagan Battalion? Yeah, there's these. Yeah, and I okay. used to like fight with them about? all the fucking time. I have questions. They're not a real battalion. Okay. They're just uh, nerds. First of all, that should probably be your answer number one. They're like Talking Points USA. That should probably be your answer number one. They're like Talking Points USA. Right. Also, they, they get talk about Reaganomics. No, no they, they get don't... really, really mad when you say that Reagan is dead. And then that's just all they do. They His name post, put, like, they don't really, they're just posters. And they make tons of, they... God, I feel like this should just be an entire podcast of assorted... This is, there are too many conspiracies for a single, like, like, you guys don't have, like, episode of a pod, Brandon. Yeah. So, that's true. Um, I oh, have also, life. I am at Brandon Buchanan, and uh, you can obviously support us on Patreon. We're patreon.com slash not safe, uh, and you can get great content like this. 
more of it. I think we have like a D&D game that we're playing. Uh, it's called Comrades, and we're like in modern oh, day fun. Detroit. Um, you also get QAnon. The QAnon is a, an occasional guest on our show. Uh, Q has a spinoff show where he reviews episodes that don't have him in it, which are most episodes because he's a disgusting person. Uh, and he's canceled. Um, hmm. No, not that Q. We don't care about him. Like, you mean Q no, from DSA? I have the actual Q of QAnon. Our friend, Quentin. Yeah, and we tried to get him on for this show, but it just scheduling no, I you know, see. back into our, yeah, our feed, well, you know. our, into our discord recordings which is why we're right which is why we're not on discord so that he couldn't and periodically does right correct yeah yeah so um it's uh, been great yeah, it's been sense. real it's been lit i love it yeah well it was nice meeting you nice meeting you too this was fun. Hell yeah. Brandon, I love it. Absolutely I love you too. You Wait, you said load. Wait, I heard, I heard, I, I heard, I love you and I can't what? wait to speak to you again. I said, what? But then I reflected what? on it. Maybe you said, I loathe you and never want to speak to you again. So, I'm going to look at the, I'm going to listen to You know to what? I'm going to leave I'm gonna just that and I'll be ambiguous for a little bit of intrigue. It's some intrigue. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon, I have a confession. That's no matter what I said. That's that's very you. sweet. Um I'm in I love could with live you. in like your attic. Let's or get something. married. Okay. Uh that would be right. I'll find I mean, a place. I love Asa, so getting to hang out with it. Yeah, getting to hang out with Asa on a regular basis. Just your favorite dog. Possibly. Okay. Correct. She's so Very much cooler correct. and chiller when you don't need so, her to be literally um, silent. Once again, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you again after a while. Check out Red Clay Pod yeah, if you like Red mine Claypod and Brandon's and beautiful romantic chemistry. It's another terrible show like this one. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again after a mm-hmm. while. Bye bye. <laughs>